From the Resistance base on Dakar to Maz Kanata's castle, you're listening to Star Scavengers, a Lego Star Wars podcast. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Goins, and I'm here with my co-host, Jonah Marie Macias. What's up, Jonah? Hey, Aaron. Oh, you know, same old, same old. Nothing new for me. It's just a new year. Oh, yeah, that. (laughs) 2019, the year of Star Wars. That's right, the year of Star Wars. Which means, I mean, we got some cool Star Wars stuff coming in 2019, really. Lots of cool Star Wars things. I think the big one that's, at least in my mind, a lot is The Mandalorian. Yes, The Mandalorian, which we we did talk about The Mandalorian a little bit on Star Scavengers. And um, the excitement level for that show. I think, like, are are we believing that it's actually coming out in 2019? I, I'm choosing to believe that's the case for my own sanity. <laughs> that's <laughs> one of I the ones it. that I'm wondering. Like, I'm kind of thinking, okay, there's some of these things that we're supposed to get in 2019 that I feel like there's a potential might get delayed. Mm. Well, there was something that was floating around Twitter earlier about a, you know how Disney does some of those calls, Bob Iger does some of those yeah, like investor calls. Yeah, yeah stuff calls, like yeah. that. And and so that's supposed to happen around April. And apparently there there might be something Mandalorian related. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we still don't even know the title for episode nine. That's right. No, that still hasn't come out. Um Do you but... have any guesses? No. I don't. Yeah, I'm really bad at trying to guess titles. Like whenever a title is yeah. announced, I'm always like, Oh, that's not at all what I would have guessed. <laughs> I'm terrible at coming up with titles for articles. I'm definitely not at all any good at coming up with t- titles for a movie or a show or anything like that. No, no. <laughs> try try coming up with unique podcast title episodes. Oh gosh, yeah. Of times. <laughs> you know you've done that very well though, because you always pinpoint, you know, something that was just very special about that episode, and then use that as a title. Well, for Star Scavengers. I kind of have like, for the different shows I do, I have almost different rules. And so the rule for Star Scavengers, it has to only be two words and it has to be related to something we talked about, you know, in the episode. So it's, you know, so like it might be Durlin's pancakes or something like that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, but with like Doctor Who with with Bad Wolf Radio, it's always has the rule is it has to be a quote, like a doctor quote. The doctor had had to have said it fascinating so, yeah so there's different like kind of tricks to how i how how i title my podcast got it but yeah that's coming and and galaxy's edge yes oh my goodness galaxy's edge is gonna be so cool are you i know you you don't frequent the disney parks too much no sadly because i live in new york and i live far away from florida and california but and i and i can't go uh often because i just don't have any money <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it does require money, especially, yeah, Disney parks are uh, not a cheap visit, for sure. No, they're not. But I am planning to go in August, and I've already purchased my airline tickets, and I've got a hotel reserved, oh, wow. um, not That's... not in Disney, but around the area, Disneyland specifically. And I'm going because that same weekend is D23, and I want to experience that for the first time, and I took a few days beforehand to be able to look at Disneyland and, you know, finally experience that. And my mom's coming with me, too. So that's going to be fun. That's really cool. I actually had thought about um, trying to do a joint trip of, like, trying to hit Galaxy's Edge and D23 at the same time. So I'm guessing that Galaxy's Edge should be open by August, if they're saying summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen June being tossed around mm-hmm. by, by Bob Iger and a few other people. So I'm pretty okay and safe with the, with the idea of, you know, headed over, heading over there in August because it should be up and running by then. Yeah. And you're definitely uh, going to Star Wars Celebration, right? Yes, I am. Okay. Oh man. I'm so excited. Yeah. So that that's gonna be cool too. So yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff coming up in 2019 for Star Wars. Um, yeah. But sadly, no more Star Wars Lego All-Stars. No, and that's the, that's the sad part. 
maybe they'll have some content at celebration maybe some kind of retrospective like hey let's look back on the the story of the freemakers um, you know what would be cool if they gave us like remember how Toy Story used to have deleted scenes of like bloopers and stuff and mm-hmm. they would have the characters uh, make mistakes and whatnot forgetting their lines I wish they would do that with Lego Star Wars that all stars be, I mean there's enough bloopers in the show like, <laughs> as far as like Roger and Grabala and kind of all the antics so but yeah that would definitely be funny if they actually did that. Um, not I'm, who do we have to talk to? I know who who should we talk to? Maybe maybe we should send Carrie back a a letter or some, or someone bring back someone within Lucasfilm. Hashtag bring back Freemakers. It worked for <laughs> have, Clone have, Wars, have, right? Have your have your kids do it so that way it's more sincere. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to hear some. They don't want to hear a, a thirty year eight year old man asking for more animated Lego series. And a 32-year-old woman, too. <laughs> <laughs> We're still children at heart. Yes, we are. <laughs> well, I guess, like, the holidays are kind of recent. I, it, you know, we're we're about, we're a bit past the holidays, but we haven't really talked since the holidays. Um, That's right. Did you get any cool Lego-related gifts? Well, this guy I know... Some random guy <laughs> sent me Lego, a Lego set. I'm like, who the heck is this? You can't complain. I mean, I, I would take a Lego from anybody. Complete strangers could give me Lego. I wouldn't complain. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I. this is one of those things where when you're buying friends gifts and that you have so many friends and you're like, man, I can't buy everybody a gift, you know, because then I'd be out of money. And I don't know if they're going to buy me a gift, you know, so it's one of those things where it's almost like you need to plan ahead of time and like ask somebody like, hey, are we switch? Are we exchanging gifts this year? You know, that kind of thing. Right, right. For us, we didn't really talk about it. But I was like, I was looking online and I came across the set and I was like, oh, yeah, we had just, you know, we just reviewed an episode about Anakin Starfighter. And so I was like, this would be a really cool gift. So I I sent it (laughs) off to you. That was great of you. Thank you. I, I still haven't I haven't built it yet because I was hoping that we could build that one together somehow. But uh, yeah, I, I when I saw that, I thought, oh, my gosh, this is so cool because it actually it didn't come with and your name or anyone's name. And that's why I had texted. I had texted Aaron. And I said, hey, did you by any chance send me a Lego set? Is this for me? Um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know they didn't. I just assumed that because I bought it um on amazon i just assumed that my name would be somewhere you know in there yeah no i think it's because it like came with a gift receipt and so it just didn't include anyone's name i'm like what what's going on here (laughs) (laughs) random letters just coming to me (laughs) can this happen every year every day maybe Uh (laughs) lego subscription program maybe oh oh that would be cool like a monthly they just send you a different set every month and this a is a idea. genius idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I also sent you some Lego sets, and I can't remember which ones now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you sent me the um, Anakin Starfighter uh, back, basically. That's right. Uh, you didn't send me the same one the back. Same I hope. One. Okay. <laughs> Regifted <laughs> the gift imagine? that I gave you. That would be horrible. Oh, that would be terrible of me. But no, no, that's not the same one. <laughs> so, yeah, so now we both have it. So, like, I think that would be a cool episode of Star Scavengers where we could just break that box open and, and build a set and kind of talk through it. Yes. Um, and it's a pretty, like, it's, I think it's only, like, 200 and something pieces, I think. Something like that, yeah. So it shouldn't take too long. Although I don't know how good I'm going to be at talking while building Lego at the same time. I've never really tried that. <laughs> We will see. Yeah, so that might be <laughs> there might be a lot of like, Aaron, are you done yet? Are you done with that step? And you're like, come on. Um, but yeah, you sent me that, but then you one upped me and sent me a second set. I did. Which was the um, the Cloud Riders. Um, oh, that's right with uh, Emphis Nest. Yes, which is which was definitely on my wish list as far as minifigs that I wanted to to get. So cool. I'm so glad that worked out because I sometimes I just don't know what sets you have. And I know you sent me a list, but then I was like, well, well, he liked this. And I honestly, I searched on Twitter and I, and I, you know, I used your username and I put Emphis Nest and you had only referred to Emphis, Emphis Nest once on Twitter. And I thought, oh man, 
what if he doesn't like the character? <laughs> what if I send him a Lego set and he doesn't like it? <laughs> wow, you did your research. You were you were I seeing did. if I was talking about Emphis Nest on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious like what I said about her if I did any I don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> like, to be honest. She's Maybe got a cool mask. <laughs> um but yes that's that's usually my way of go going about getting people gifts you know to see if they've talked about it or something oh that's smart. um yeah, <laughs> yeah. but this, yeah for christmas i honestly there was just so many people that i wanted to get gifts for that i just ended up doing a little little button with a tuka doll on it because i i wish i could make all the tuka dolls for friends but um here's a little button instead <laughs> I think the cool thing about the the buttons that you sent out, kind of like, and you you did like homemade cards as well. I did. Which that I, was a real struggle. <laughs> I didn't notice the the fact until somebody else had pointed out that you numbered them. I did. <laughs> so it was like you got you have card number four of a hundred or whatever the number was, and I was like, and my my one friend that also got one, she had posted, uh, like, hey, look, like I got number whatever, and I'm like, oh yes, my number was lower. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're funny Aaron <laughs> yep. little, yeah the little details that matter yeah but yeah. yeah so that was that was cool um to get the different gifts and I'm glad we got a chance to exchange specifically Lego related gifts yes for sure for I, I can't wait to open those up <laughs> yeah I haven't had a chance to open up either of the sets and I'm saving the Starfighter for um hopefully us doing it on an episode but the the Cloud Rider um I have not opened those yet, so I'll have you to also get to got it. some other Lego sets, right? I remember you posting a picture. Yeah, I, I got. Um, I actually got the Disney Castle. <gasps> oh, that's right. Which had been on my kind of wish list, my big Lego wish list, like the sets that I never thought I would get. Um, so I did end up getting that. So I was actually thrilled, and am probably about eighty percent done with it. But it's like four thousand pieces, so there's, there's a little bit of Lego building fatigue, which I didn't know if that existed for me, but apparently it does. <laughs> so and there's a lot of little small pieces, and you have to kind of maneuver them, and your fingers start to hurt. And I'm like, wow, this is this is legit. <laughs> That's craziness. Imagine if you put the wrong piece somewhere. Oof. Yeah, and then you have to like take the whole thing apart. To, no, you, know, you don't realize I, it I... until the last bag, and no. So, uh -uh. Well, I was no, actually thinking about it as I was building it the other day. I, I was on bag um, 11, and there's 14 bags. But it's deceiving because it's 14 bags, but each step, you know how they number the bags? Mm -hmm. So, for example, uh, step one, bag one, I think was like actually six bags that oh. all had ones on them. So it's like, why don't – yeah, it was kind of weird how they did it. So I think – each step so far has been at least four bags and some of them are like Gosh. five or six bags. And so I'm on step 11. So doing the math there, you're talking, I've already, I've already opened up upwards of 50 bags of Lego, uh, to build That's this pretty thing. intense. Yeah. So it's, um, <laughs> I can't even imagine the, the millennium Falcon set that has like over 7,000 pieces. Oh my God. I just can't imagine <laughs> right now. I would be like, that's, I'd have to take a break for a while. <laughs> from lego which is crazy so but it's cool though and it's gonna look awesome once it's completed i have i have plans for like how to display it and everything so awesome oh man i can't wait you you have to take photos of it after yeah i will i should send i actually have taken a bunch of photos just kind of of the progress and i just haven't posted them anywhere so i should post some of them yeah yeah for sure but moving on we should talk about the episode Lego Star Wars All-Stars that featured a few of our favorite characters, Leia and Maz. So do you want to kick it off? Yeah, so we had so we're gonna just review um the next episode after the one we had, had just reviewed. So there's two full episodes left of Lego All Stars. And so this is I guess the second to last um That's right. episode. The penultimate so, chapter. The penultimate. I love that word. <laughs> it's such yeah. a cool word um so it has the two different stories scouting for leia and then is it mission for maz is that what it is yes yeah a wish in, a mission with maz oh, yeah. mission with maz so yeah so the first one um we get uh moxie 
So that's our, that's right. our current Freemaker that we're getting to follow. And um, it's Moxie and Roger right now who are the Freemakers in the show, which I love. I just I still just can't get over the fact that this show turned out to be a Freemaker show. It did without even no clues or hints about it anywhere. And that, that was such a beautiful surprise. I know. Um, and Moxie, so this is set in the time period right around, and we should definitely find out in these episodes that you're, it's actually parallel to The Force Awakens. That's right, yeah. And so we get and to see Moxie like on that base on uh, Dakar. Dakar, that's right. Oh, gosh. That was so interesting how they, they're so good at weaving in their story with established timelines and events and i'm always surprised by the, the you know the genius behind that yeah and they in the freemaker adventures show um it wasn't as prevalent and i think they they're definitely like as it was getting close to return of the jedi and then when they did the episodes that were happening like parallel to return of the jedi mm-hmm. that's where we kind of saw the most um, kind of weaving in but this because it's like this lego all-stars which now the title kind of makes sense more because it's almost like we're seeing the different kind of key characters the all-stars of star wars weaved into this uh freemaker related story and so even in this episode right in the very beginning we see page and rose um which is really cool um but then you know it's kind of all and throughout I, as well yeah and i love that Rose is voiced by Kelly Marie Tran. So it hasn't, I love how they bring in some of the same actors to voice their characters. Yeah, I did. I wasn't sure, but I did, I did see that in the credits that it was her. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I love that Moxie comes up with this speeder that allows you to take certain parts to people who need them. And then she calls it the parts you need or speeder. <laughs> And it reminds me of her father and, you know, and, and her uncle and how weirdly they named things. Yeah. And her right away, um, her friend Kapow, the, the, the guy who doesn't really talk much, he, <laughs> he's like already kind of like, eh, I don't know. And then when she bumps, when she bumps into Lieutenant Mundo, that's she, right. <laughs> she starts to say the name of it and he's like, eh, you know, kind of like, nope, don't, don't call it that. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> And speaking of Kapow, you were saying a few things about him before we started recording. Oh, well, that, well that there's a reason why happy. I was saying it before we started recording. But I was but, not happy with that, Aaron. <laughs> all I was saying was, I think I did say, like, I don't really like him that much. But now that we're recording and everyone can hear me, um, <laughs> I'm going to backpedal a little bit and say, he, he's, he just doesn't stand out to me as like, a, like he's not a super memorable character. It's just he's just kind of there. Got it. Got but it. Okay. What, but you like him a lot, so tell me what what are some of the qualities of his character that you like so much? I just think he's a nice and supportive friend. He's a good friend to Moxie. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> I can't dispute that. And I also like that he his name is Kapow. <laughs> 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 Although it's spelt, I guess, different than what you might think. But mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. kind of like Yepo, Kapow, Yepo. Oh yeah. <laughs> very very creative names. Oh. <laughs> uh but I like this this Lieutenant Mundo. You know, I thought he Isn't was he in the he's not in the movie itself. I thought he seemed like a familiar character. Oh uh, really? I don't if he is, I, I wouldn't have picked him out or he doesn't Got it. Uh, in Lego form, I guess I didn't recognize him. Mm. maybe you could look it up but um i like that he was he's kind of that you know that stuffy kind of officer type um but i i kind of liked how he he's just like why are you out here zipping to and fro <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah who talks like that <laughs> apparently mundo or yeah. mundu or i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right lieutenant mundu yeah he was also really harsh but he i mean he kind of you know he he was scolding them but then Roger did kind of screw up you know he he had given a bunch of people the wrong part so then it it basically caused the destruction of a number of ships that's right yeah it was like a 
a bad a car accident, you couldn't really stare away from it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he, um, so they get in trouble for that, but we, we do get, we cut to, um, something that we've all been waiting for. Oh man. Something that has been many, many years in the making. Um, a lot of 40 anticipation. years in the making. <laughs> yeah. A lot of anticipation around this. We always wondered if we'd ever see it, but we finally got to see Grabala's beachside resort and buffet. Yes. And it, it looked pretty spectacular, I have to say. Yeah? Did it live up to expectations? I think so. <laughs> Although I was, it was dark, so I couldn't see the beach part. At least I don't remember the beach part. <laughs> they did it. They actually did a wide view of it at one point, I think when he yells out Freemakers. Uh -huh. And they kind of do this big zoom out and wide view, and I think you do get to see that it's, it's, it is indeed alongside of a beach. Got it. <laughs> so I like the part where he... He comes out with the pretzel in his hand and the drink. Yeah. And then he does the kind of the, he ends up doing the exact same pose as the statue that's out front. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but the most unlikely. I, oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say that, you know, it was such a positive message for a little bit there because I, I couldn't help but think, you know, we should all aspire to be like Rabala, you know, chasing our dreams and making them come true. <laughs> you know, he wasn't always the best at getting that done because he, he would have to do nefarious things in the process but you know he, he aspired to do good things <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there is a lesson to be learned there you don't give yeah. up you don't give up on your dreams exactly it could come true <laughs> um <laughs> the the uh, the most unexpected guest though shows up I, d I don't think i ever thought i never thought that i'd see kylo ren show up to grabala's resort that's right. Yeah, I never expected it either. <laughs> but it kind of made sense what he was looking for. Yes, and I, I like that they highlighted that, the fact that he had his grandfather's helmet. He had the uh, lightsaber. Oh, no, he was, he's looking for the lightsaber. And um, and now he also wants the starfighter. <laughs> right. Which we had, you know, they had kind of weaved the starfighter into the story in a couple of different episodes. So it kind of, it, it's a nice through line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty cool. And we definitely have to build that. <laughs> yeah. And put a uh, Kylo Ren minifig. I, oh man, I wish we had a Grabala minifig. I know. I know. There's so many, I'm telling you, I mean, it's never going to happen, but they need to do a blind bag series. They really do. Or at least for Star Wars. Um, yeah. But Phasma was there too. So we got to see Kylo Ren. We got to see Phasma. Uh, I also love uh, Grabala's line where he says, Grandfather, he didn't seem like the family type. <laughs> yeah. But I can see the resemblance or something, did he say, after he yeah. choked him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was actually sad because Kylo, like he does, uh, lost his temper and started slashing stuff, and he ends up cutting down the, the statue. I was actually kind of like, oh, that's, you know, that's a lot of hard work that went into this, and he's already, he's destroying it. Yeah, sadly. Be a builder, Ky Kylo, not a breaker. Be a builder. Yes, that's right. Be a builder. Mm, that and, Kylo, I don't know. I don't know if he, I don't know if he has a redemption in him. I know. A lot of people have been talking about that lately. I don't know. I, I flip-flop back and forth. It's a very it's a very hot topic right now. I've realized, and it's very um, it's very divi divisive. I guess maybe is the mm -hmm. word, where it's kind of like if you fall on one side or the other, people can get really they get really heated about it. They really do. I, yeah, I, I, try, I, I decide not to dip my toe in that water. <laughs> At least not no, on me neither. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's not the space to do so. Um, but I uh, I think. Just because of what he did to Grabala's statue, I don't want to forgive him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could have forgiven him for killing Han Solo, but cutting down that statue is kind of the last straw, you know? <laughs> Just <laughs> no no redemption uh, deserved here. <laughs> and, and then so I think we head back at that point to Dakar, and that's when she, Moxie's told to wipe Roger's memory, which is... A big no-no that should never be done. Yeah, it seems like a common practice, 
in Star Wars, but then yeah. we get to know some of these droids where they seem like these really individual characters. And we even had, you know, one of the big things about the movie Solo was kind of L3 and her desire for like droid rights. And, and then they just kind of like willy nilly wipe these droids mem- memory all the time. It is, it does seem kind of like a mixed message we're getting from Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do like L3's movement and other droids who have a more independent uh, approach to their own bodies and, and minds and whatnot. So I I like that. And so I, 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 I appreciate the characters who come along who say not to do something, not to do that. And Leia is one of those characters. And I like how they cut to... C-3PO and R2-D2 in the corner and it was kind of a sad moment because at that point R2-D2 is still not he's still asleep in a way he's still under that tarp yes yeah yeah I kind of wonder if just the droids that we've been introduced to across the movies they're like super unique and they're the one they're like the only like 10 droids in all of Star Wars that actually like act sentient Mm. and then the rest are just kind of like home appliances no, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like maybe that's just <laughs> it just seems like the galaxy as a whole really treat treat droids like they are, you know, just tools or uh, appliances. But then the ones that we meet, you know, kind of more personally in the movies seem to have these really individual personalities. So I don't know. It is kind of sad. Yeah. Like I was yeah, like, I get that, too. I was kind of sad with the the idea that they would r- wipe Roger's memory because of all, you know, he multiple times is kind of talked about how he's part of that family, you know, and, uh, you know, we see Rogers just as much of a character as any of the other people in the show. Mm hmm. Yeah. He's definitely part of the family. You can't erase that. But Leia understood. And so yeah. she was like, nope, to kind of, kind of put, um, put this guy in his place a little bit, Lieutenant Mundu. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that he's, he's no longer on, on Moxie's back trying to, erase Roger's memory but I do love that Leia gives her a mission of sorts and and there was funny when she said Moxie said super secret Snoke sneak and <laughs> yeah. she said it's kind of hard to say that <laughs> kind of you know fast and I tried to say it three times fast and I failed it was not easy <laughs> that would make a good t-shirt super super secret yeah. sneak Snoke sneak yep <laughs> <laughs> And then nobody would know. Like people would be like, "What does that mean?" Like you don't remember <laughs> that episode of Lego All Stars? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like wearing shirts that literally like three people understand. <laughs> it's always the best, especially when you find that one person and they recognize it. Yeah. And you're like, yes, it's worth it all. Then <laughs> the bad thing is when you walk around all day and nobody gets it, and you're like, oh, Aww. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they end up having to check out all these old bases to see what they can find and what's useful. Yeah, we got to see some cool locations from Star Wars that we're used to. Um, I liked the shout out to Adalon. Yeah, I freaked out. That's kind of like a Rebels thing, you know, not really (laughs) in the movies. So I like it when they reference these things that are from other other things other than the movies. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty cool and. It also made me sad remembering what happened in Rebels. Yeah. Hopefully more to come for some of those characters. Hopefully, hopefully. And I also love that they went to Hoth because then we got to see the baby Wampa for about five seconds. Yes, yes. But it's it's a worthy cameo. We needed we needed at least one more moment with the baby Wampa. Yes. <laughs> Probably not the same baby Wampa, I would think. They no. don't they age. Well, I don't know. It's pretty cold there. Maybe it slows down their aging. Maybe. Although, didn't we have the same conversation about that baby Ewok? I think so. Where I was like, <laughs> how is it still so young? <laughs> oh, yes. Roger's nobody answered buddy. my question. I like threw that out there. And nobody, Bob and Bill, nobody was disappointed. <laughs> I thought I was going to get a tweet back about that one. <laughs> Maybe you will this time. <laughs> Maybe. That's another another shout out for it. Um <laughs> But, but they yeah. also went to Crate. Yeah, they went to Crate, which was like pre Last Jedi. So this is um it's interesting because this whole idea of Crate being a former rebel base actually uh 
was a bigger storyline in the comics in the novels and not necessarily like when we watched the last jedi we don't really get that history ah but in the in the princess leia novel um they actually established that her parents had been there and they were kind of like starting like a rebel base there and then in the uh, ongoing star wars comics um leia and luke i believe han as well and then um wedge and tillies and they they this whole group of them end up going there kind of scouting it out kind of like moxie's doing here so um so if you had kind of read other stuff other than just seeing the last jedi there was even more um connection to them going here fascinating yeah i didn't read any of that <laughs> <laughs> see i filled you in in like less than two minutes you did now thank you don't you. have to read them <laughs> but i kind of had this cool idea of like because you know how moxie they find these ski speeders and they decide yes. that they're going to fix them and i was thinking oh maybe like moxie's the one that fixed all of the ski speeders so when I they end totally up see that. going yeah. there in the last jedi um that's why they had these ski speeders that they could use because moxie fixed them oh genius i love that headcanon accepted headcanon. yeah we'll, we'll we're gonna put that into our headcanon <laughs> Although they, they wrecked the ones that they had kind of took out for a joyride, but I, I'm assuming there were others. Yeah, yeah, they did say that they were going to clean up after, so maybe they cleaned up and made sure they were still up and running for for a future cause or something. Yeah. But they run into some yeah. trouble with those like probe droids. On, oh, on that's Crete, right, yeah. Uh, which then blow up their shuttle so then they don't really have a way off the planet and so that's kind of how this episode ends because Ro roger calls for help and ends up calling maz kanata mm -hmm. yeah that was a great uh way to pull her in because we haven't we didn't really see her much in the last jedi and so i i missed i, I missed maz and so i'm glad we got to see her as a lego character again in this series yeah and that leads us to the second part of this episode, which is a mission with Maz. Um, yeah. Which I'm trying, in my notes here, I have the words Canto Mini Bites. I had the same words too. It was Gravala who said that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to remember, he, he mentioned something about Canto Mini Bites. Is it, I'm trying to remember now, was it because he was like, I have all these Canto Mini Bites and what am I going to do with them? No, like he, said, that... he said something along the lines of, all I want to do is overcharge for Canto oh, Mini yeah. Bites. <laughs> <laughs> because he's so frustrated with the fact that, you know, now he has to find this Jedi Starfighter for some guy <laughs> who, who could potentially kill him if he doesn't. <laughs> and all he wants to do is run his beachside resort and buffet. <laughs> well, if this show brings us nothing else, um, it brings us clever food names yes my guido burritos yeah but canto <laughs> mini bites is one of my new favorites <laughs> and and so they have to figure out how to get the ship and i love that they end up going back to or because that's where roger was originally found in one of the shorts i believe yeah and they yeah they're going back there with the idea that Grabala is trying to find the Freemakers. He doesn't know where to find them. Um, so he thinks, oh, I'll go find their droid. And if I can find a droid control ship, then that can bring the droid to me. Mm -hmm. So um, we did get a, a cameo, like a really quick cameo in uh, Grabala's resort. Did where, we? Yeah, the carbonite slab that had... Nare, that's right. Nare, yes. I must have I must have glanced another way because I missed it the second time, but I do remember seeing it the first time around. Yeah, they did That's a quick right. like blink and you miss it. They walked by with her still in carbonite, which is kind of sad. I kind of I mean I don't know if I'd wish that upon anyone to be. I mean That's Han was only right. stuck in carbonite for I don't know a little short a pretty short amount of time, weeks maybe a month. Mm -hmm. Um, but. But she's been in Carbonite for over 30 years. That's right. Poor and Nare. actually, there was another character, Kix, the clone trooper, uh, who was also frozen in Carbonite. I forget the reason why. 
And uh, he showed up in one of the stories uh, that they were leading up to The Force Awakens. And he becomes part of the crew with that, oh, that red guy. The Oh, my gosh, I can't remember his name. But he was in Mas Kanata's castle. And he's actually designed after Dave Filoni and his cowboy hat. And oh, okay. Yeah, you're describing. I, I know what you. I know who you mean by the description, uh, but I'm not. Sh- I'm not remembering the name either. But mm-hmm. okay, I must have missed that story. I didn't realize that must have I didn't been read the whole thing, in one of those sadly. kind of like uh, compilation stories. Yes, that's it. And mm-hmm. they, okay, I didn't realize there was a clone involved that had been frozen yeah. in carbonite. I'll have to check that one out. It's it's really cool concept, but also sad because you know none of his brothers are alive, and here he is living in a completely different time period. Yeah. So, so I wonder if Nare will ever find her way out of... <laughs> I mean, can you survive in Carbonite that long? That's crazy. I guess so. If it's, if the process has been done correctly, you're able to unfreeze if someone hits the right buttons. So that would be an interesting story down the line. Once again, we're thinking way too much into something. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, they, per- they they pretty much just wanted us to have a cool little cameo and we're like, is she okay? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what pa- podcasting is all about. We talk about this and elaborate. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> and and I also love when they when they're picked up by Maz and they're in the ship headed back. I love that Maz is like zooming in on Moxie's eyes. <laughs> oh yeah. And Roger says, "Oh, it's something that she does." <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "She said she'd seen my eye- eyes before. I don't think she's seen my eyes before." <laughs> but then she recognizes them as Freemaker eyes, and and I thought that was really cool connection. You know, connecting that trait of hers to the Force Awakens, and then bringing that over to free makers. I like how Maz is using the, like the quad jumper ship. Oh yeah. Same. I noticed that too. And I love that, that ship. And I still have to get, is there a Lego version of that? I don't think so. There is, there is There is a Lego set that you can get a quad jumper. I think it comes with Finn and Ray and BB eight. I gotta Um, get it. (laughs) It's a really cool looking set. And I, I just love it when they use, um, when they use things in the show that you can actually purchase, you know, so then you can kind of like, okay, now if I buy the quad jumper, you can buy it with the idea that it's from, you know, this show as much as well as as it's from the force awakens instead of it just being, you know, now like kind of like Anakin starfighter. It's like, Oh, now when I buy Anakin starfighter, it's like, it's also from this show Mm because it was Mm -hmm. featured in the show. So I like it when they, when they use, um, you know, things like that. But yeah, that was a ship that I always thought looked really cool uh, when they showed it for the first time in The Force Awakens, and they kind of made a big deal of, like, that was the ship they were going to take before they took the Millennium Falcon. Yes, that's so, right. Because it blew <laughs> up, right? The garbage will do. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Roger starts acting weird, and, you know, if it looks like someone has taken over his body. Yeah, the... The droid control ship is, you know, calling to him. And there was a cool scene where as he's walking toward it, they're trying to stop him. And they start throwing these different, like, Lego, um, you know, kind of pieces pieces to make a little jail for him. And I really got, like, this is something super nerdy, but I got really excited when, when Moxie jumps up in the air and she calls for him to throw her a plate. And which is like the actual correct terminology when you're talking about Lego pieces is like the, you know, oh, it's like a one by six plate or it's a one by one (laughs) plate. Like, so I was kind of like when she said, you know, a plate, I'm like, oh, they're using the right terminology. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a nerd. (laughs) Hey, you were the, we were talking about kind of like, what's the right word for some of these things? You know, it's a slope or it's a plate, you know, like, so I was kind of, I think, I think that was a shout out for all the the nerdy Lego builders out there. They, hopefully they got as <laughs> giddy as I did. <laughs> it completely went right over my head, but, but that's so cool that you picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of cool too, because this show does a good job of, you know, they really do, 
even when you just see little pieces laying around, they use actual Lego parts so you, that you can recognize. So even right. at the beginning when she's handing out the different parts to the different people for their ships, it's like, oh, I know that piece or that's a piece I recognize. So it's, it is kind of cool as someone who has built a lot of Lego, you, you really start to recognize these pieces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I love that, that scene where Roger's uh, disassembling himself and tossing himself <laughs> through the, <laughs> the space between the bars and he's able to build himself back up. That was funny. It was kind of creepy. It was creepy. His but arm kind of like slithering across the ground <laughs> like an inchworm. <laughs> and and unfortunately, he he knocks his friends out with the uh, the stun the stunner gun, and he starts marching his way over to J- to Java to Grabala. Yeah, Grabala and Bam or Ram Ram and Bash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a couple others, and um, he get it was kind of cool because then they ended up the you know Moxie ends up taking or moxie and maz end up taking control of him they go to a different area i guess and a more powerful there's signal boosters there and they can take control of him so they do this whole thing where they're controlling him to take out uh these these bounty hunters like with some really cool i don't know what you would call that moves yeah moves (laughs) i also love in that moment when maz is taking control she mentions how a clone trooper was even sweet on on me during the Clone Wars. And I thought, oh, my God, Maz has been around. <laughs> I know, right? Because, like, yeah. Chewbacca, she, she called Chewbacca her boyfriend at one point. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, the master, what was it, the master? Codebreaker. Codebreaker. Uh, also, apparently, she had, had known him as well. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, she maybe she just like you know maybe she's just a flirt you know she just yeah she's she seems like a big flirt yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but I love that detail and and just the idea that Maz is around the Clone Wars I thought oh my god that's such a brilliant way to maybe we could see her at some point who knows maybe in the Clone Wars episodes you never know yeah you never know (laughs) that'd be a nice addition and and you know roger manages to whip everyone's butt and the zillow beast comes out of nowhere again yeah zillow beast zillow beast ate his his people he had to deal with yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> uh it was it's i love the i love the fact that they include the zillow beast in this show i don't know if i expressed that before but that's such a neat detail because I was worried that one Zillow Beast from Clone Wars was the last one of its kind. But it, I, I guess not. I, and I like to think that, you know, it exists on another planet. Yeah. And they didn't they do some kind of thing where, like, the Emperor took, like, a scale or blood or something from the Zillow Beast? That's right. Yeah. I think they were planning to, like, clone it yeah. or something. And I always thought that the Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor's armor was built with the Zillow Beast armor. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. But that was my theory back when Star Wars Rebels was first getting Oh, really? Started. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just love it when your theories get proven wrong? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, Moxie and the others have to get taken back to Takodana because Mass has been away for for too long. So they have to find some other means to get back to where they need to go. Yeah. So they end up, yeah, they're hanging out in Maz's castle. We get to see um, kind of the moment where Han and Finn and Rey walk in. So then we're starting to get a sense for where we are in relation to the movie. That was pretty neat. I love that. Although I kind of wish that they had um, Maz saying Han's name very loudly in the background. To oh, connect. yeah. <laughs> Han Solo. Right. Um, yeah. Did you see the the? there was a character that looked a heck of a lot like John, John Air? Oh, that's right. I don't know if you caught that. But it wasn't John Air, no. <laughs> How do you know? Oh, that's true. No, because isn't that um, a different guy that he was? He was also in the Force Awakens with Basine. N- well, Natal, Grum, I Natal. think his name is Grumgar. Yes. 
That's but right. I don't think he looked like Grumgar, like clothing wise. I uh, see. I haven't. I haven't been able to research this, so don't. I. I have no idea because I. I caught it on my second watch through, and I was like, "Oh, that guy looks kind of like John Air," and you know, it'd be easy for them just to use the same model, right? Right. And so I. Th- I was like, "Well, what I probably should do is take a look at the clothes and see if it's the same outfit," uh, but I haven't had a chance to kind of compare yet. Got it. So. Well, I I think we'll say yes for now. <laughs> for now, yeah. Pending, <laughs> because... <laughs> pending confirmation. Yeah, because I thought that yeah that would be a cool detail to add there. You know, John Air, we were there. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up. I did look up to see. I was because like, when obviously when John Air made a, his first appearance in this show, there was no Wikipedia um, entry for him yet. But now there is. And so I looked it up today to see if maybe they would list like a second appearance and they, it's not there. And so I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't mention that he was named after us either. So we should probably put that in. Yeah, we should. We should add that. <laughs> <laughs> and we have that evidence through Twitter. We can find those tweets. We and have our be sources. Our proof. Yeah, we can source exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, something else that made me crack up was this character Prue, oh, who I was love also Prue. yeah, who was also in, in one of. Allah says the same thing again. He says, "I will make you a very rich, whatever you are, whatever thing <laughs> you are." <laughs> oh gosh, that made me laugh so much that first time I watched it. I still cracked up when I rewatched the episode. It was just so funny. Yeah, that is that's good. That's a, a good continuing joke. I I'm still like cuz you said that he's in he is in the movie, right? Like he's in The Force Awakens. I was believe yeah, it was the, or the or Rogue One or not Rogue One or Han Solo. I can't remember which one now, but I do remember looking him up on Wikipedia and seeing his uh image there. Okay, so like if you if I go to Wikipedia now and type in P-R-U. Wait, let me quickly create the page now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Prue Sweevant. Yes, that's it. Narcoy male, if I'm pronouncing that right. Who worked as a bandit around 30 years after the Battle of Endor. But he's apparently a Narcoy. His species is Narcoy. And his homeworld is Narc. N A R Q. Is he the only one listed? Are there others that we might have missed in other material? Um, let me click on, I'm going to click on his species and see if there's any other known members. Uh, apparently this species has shown up a number of times, like in like comics and stuff as background characters, but I don't think think he may be the only named. So look at that. Maybe that's, yeah. So I mean, Grabala could have done this research that we just did, yes, and so he wouldn't have to say right. whatever thing you are. <laughs> and rude. actually, he had about maybe 30, 40 years to do so. More, because uh, the, the the time period from Solo Star Wars Story was much older than Freemakers. So, yeah, he definitely had a lot of time to look this up. <laughs> yeah, I think this might be... So he actually is from The Force Awakens. Not from ah, Solo, so, so he's uh, he was in Maz Kanata's castle, so it makes sense that he's in the scene. Prue. Got it. Who knew, who would have thought we would have spent this much time talking about Prue? <laughs> yeah. uh, somebody's got to give he, him respect. He was also in that short, the uh, this short with uh, Lando, and and that's where uh, Lena and Pace were thinking about separating, but then they ended up staying together. Ah, um, so he Prue has been around spying. a while. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <Okay>. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we did get to see kind of another connection to The Force Awakens. We got to see the the destruction of Hos- the Hosnian system. And Gosh, yeah. The, the laser blasts from Starkiller Base taking out the planets. We got to see it from Moxie's perspective. Yeah, that gave me chills, even in Lego form. That that was an interesting point of view. I didn't think that they were gonna go there. Yeah, and um, 
And then kind of the final lines of the episode where she just, she says, be strong, Roger, I will rescue you as soon as I can. And then yeah. it leaves us on this big cliffhanger before mm. the season finale. Yeah. So, really, cool, really cool stories with these characters. And I'm enjoying the continuation of the Freemaker story through through Moxie. Um, and I know that we, we only have one episode left of the show and all indications are there. They're not doing anymore. Um, but we didn't think we were going to get more Freemaker stuff either. So you never know. There's always that possibility. This is true. And she might back. show up. She might show up in another story down the line. You never know. Yeah, and the Freemakers have proven pretty popular. Um, you know, even though the, I have found that not a lot of people um, were talking about the show initially. Like, I, it seems like at least the, the fact that the Freemakers exist is known. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. have, have heard the name. And so uh, it is cool to see them pop up, you know, elsewhere. We got that whole droid book that was, you know, narrated by by Roger. And that kind of canonized some stuff from the show. So um, I think we'll see more and more of them popping up throughout different stories. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping for it. And I definitely need to get that book still. Yeah, I need to get it myself, actually, surprisingly. I haven't gotten that one yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a fun episode. Yes, definitely. So we will definitely be back to talk about the the finale of Lego Star Wars All Stars, and then we will hopefully work to work out getting a a build episode. We're gonna try that out. That's definitely gonna be an experiment. That will be, yeah, for sure. We should time it because we we want to keep it within an hour. <laughs> <laughs> If I can't build, I'm going to grab the box real quick because it's actually sitting on my shelf here. Let me see. The the, t- the, tail, the telltale s- sounds of a Lego box. Um, <laughs> Anakin's Jedi Starfighter. This is uh, 247 pieces. Ah, okay. So that should be, and I, it looks pretty basic. I think we got this. Yeah, it's about two little tiny sets yeah. micro fighter sets i don't it comes with r2d2 it comes with anakin um and i don't think i actually own a this like this era anakin minifig so this oh is, cool this is a first for me so. exciting things are ahead yes very much so so we will definitely be back um it was cool talking to jonah yeah same and- Uh, Thank you for all of you that are still tuning into this podcast. All right. And then until next time, be a builder and may the force be with you.